This is the Nebraska Greats, a weekly podcast as a service to the Nebraska Greats Foundation, which serves former collegiate athletes facing medical needs and financial challenges. Your tax-deductible contribution will change the life of a former college sports hero. Please give online at negreats.org. And now, here's your host, Jerry Murtaugh. Now, Larry, Larry, this is Larry Tomlinson. He was came here as a receiver... 1961, 62, and 63. Now, you came in here in 1960, didn't you, as a freshman? Am I right? Uh, 59. 59, 59, 60. Okay, 59 and 60. And then you uh, lettered 61, 2, and 3. Am I right? That's right. There we go. That's right. All right. We'll talk about now, Lair, uh, I, I have your, I uh, read all the stats, everything on you, and you <laughs> said you only had one big-time scholarship, and that was from Nebraska. Am I right? Yes, yes. Give me a little uh, background on that, Lair. How did this all come about? Well, I, I was... Uh... In school one day, as usual. What school? <laughs> and, Where were you at? Uh, O'Neill St. Mary's. O'Neill, Nebraska. There yeah, it was O'Neill uh, St. Mary's Academy at that time. Uh-huh. And uh, I get uh, called out of uh, my class and said there was somebody there to see me. And it was, um, um, I forget the guy's Scarborough. name. Scarborough. Scarborough, yeah. Yep. Coach Scarborough, Scarborough was sitting in the, uh, the office and he says, uh, I want to take you and uh, your mom down to the uh, bakery, and we have a letter of an intent for you to sign. And I was flabbergasted because I never had a, received any type of information from them at all about getting a scholarship. So that was the first time, and we went down to the uh, bakery, and I was gladly signed the scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the <laughs> blue. Yeah, oh. just out of the blue. I said, "Oh my God!" I didn't, you know. Unbelievable. I had some uh, visitors from some of the uh, state colleges. Uh-huh. They come up and talk to uh, a lot of the players uh, from both schools. They bring us down to the hotel and the conference room, and they would discuss uh, coming to their school and play. But did they? Did anybody get you to the side and say? Uh, you know, we're going to offer you a scholarship, some money to go to school at any of these schools? No, they didn't. Uh, they said they, they couldn't afford to give scholarships at that time. Okay. Now, I don't know if they did or not, but uh, that's what they said. Wow. Wow. And then Nebraska <laughs> just comes in and boom, yeah. off to the scholarship. Yeah. That- I'd probably still be an O'Neill uh Working someplace. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be a bad a bad situation anyway. But what? But the one thing your former coach, Coach Jenning, I'm telling you know I've been back, looked through everything. The man could recruit. He could find football players. Am I right, Larry? That's right. Yeah, that's what Devaney said. They, he says I didn't have any trouble with the uh, with the. Um, athletic ability of the players because he said he did a good job recruiting. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. Now recruiting, you came in 59, Bob Brown, Lloyd Voss, yeah. uh, Claridge, 
Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, great running backs, uh, 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 Thunder Thornton. Thornton. All these guys were there. And a lot of Nebraska running backs, too, oh. you know, uh, uh, came came in at that time. Clint Bob Hahn. Bob Hahn was there. Uh, right. Clint McClellan. Uh, McClellan, Clint McClellan, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, who was uh, Warren Powers was there, wasn't he? Oh, Warren. Yes. Uh, yes. He was a year ahead of me. Yeah. Wow. And he came from New Jersey. Uh -huh. Oh, was Warren from Jersey? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I'll be darned. All right. You show up. In 1959, full scholarship, did they even give you a helmet back then? They didn't give me much one. I mean, it was so bad. How about the equipment back then? Uh, the equipment was okay. Uh, I, I did make a little poofah one day, and I asked the equipment manager. <laughs> I says, uh, after I got my equipment, I says, what about rib pads? And he said, oh, those are coming later. <laughs> <laughs> I never did get them. <laughs> oh, no, heavens, no. Now well, we wore them in high school because, uh, you know, we didn't know how to block. We were taught how to cross block in yep. that type of situation. Yep. And we needed to protect our ribs. Yep. So yep. we, uh, and then, <laughs> that's how I said I needed rib pads. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're coming in. You're in eight-man football, and you're coming into the big time. That's that's yes. amazing. Well, I had a little bit of a, 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 a cluing to that when I played in the uh, Shrine Bowl. Yes. And we played 11-man there, of course. So it wasn't much different uh, than eight-man. It was just blocking, tackling, right. running, catching. Uh, you just had two more linemen, and that was uh, the only difference. So. That's true. It really wasn't no, no big change. Uh -huh. Now, you played both ways in high school, receiver yes. and the one on defense. Yes. I started out playing a defensive end for uh, uh, first three years. And then uh, the last year, my high school coach, uh, Don Templemeyer, mm -hmm. uh, put me at middle linebacker. Oh. All right. And uh, – that that was a great time. I could go both sides of the line, and I was in about every play, and yep. I really enjoyed that. So yep. had a lot of fun there. You bet. Best position to play, linebacker. <laughs> I got yeah. right. Okay. Well, go ahead. We, we played the five man line at Nebraska with Devaney mm -hmm. and and Jennings. So the defensive end was almost like a linebacker as well. Yes. We we played defensive pass and uh, also. Uh, uh, took care of the running plays as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, you come as a freshman. They had you back then. You had to go both ways. Am I right? Yes. 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 So, I mean, you're out there. Plus, didn't you have to go specialty teams also? Uh, yes, we did. Oh. Actually, with Jennings, the first two years, that rule wasn't in play. Uh, we only played one, one way until uh, – I think it was uh, 62 oh. that they made the rule uh -huh. that you had to play both ways. And that was only for two or three years, Whoa. which was kind of a silly rule, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but wow. I mean, you never come off the field. That well, we, we uh, during the Jennings era, the first team never come off the field for the first quarter and a half. Okay. And then the second team went in for the, 
second part of the second quarter, and then the same thing in the second half. So basically, the first team was very tired towards the end of the game. I can imagine. But but Devaney says you're playing halfway. Each team was playing half the quarter, and that was it. You get off the field. Isn't that something? Yeah, made a lot of difference, didn't it? Well, yeah, we uh, and also the practices were different too because we weren't tired out when when it came time for the game. Now, talk about practices with Coach Jennings, and then here comes Coach Devaney. What yeah. Were they, what were the differences? Well, the difference was uh, most of the coaches uh, were were military type people. Uh huh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You did it one way, and that was it, the yelling and screaming, although Jennings didn't scream much, but he did get upset. But it was, uh, it was like all those coaches during that time were, were uh, military-type people, and, yep. and you did a lot of, a lot of work. Uh, it wasn't much fun to, to play. Mm-hmm. And, and come game time, uh, you're very, a lot of guys were playing injured. Yeah, but that's just the way it was then too. Yeah, but but still, like back then, you guys practice, and on Thursday you're still hitting, aren't you? I mean, yes, yeah, we we were scrimmaging Thursdays. Yes, and uh, our uh, I, I remember a lot of times my second year I was on the scout squad, and uh, we were playing under the lights uh, next to the Coliseum. And it was uh, it was very ridiculous. You you started out practice not being very uh, uh, energetic because you knew it was going to be a long practice and you wanted to save yourself. Wow, wow, that is that. I mean, if these young men today knew what you guys went through, they wouldn't be whining and crying like they do nowadays. <laughs> well, they probably wouldn't uh, stand for the fact that they were practicing for over oh, two hours. Yes, as well. Yeah, you know they would revolt. Yeah. <laughs> well, when Devaney, Coach Devaney, came in, that I mean that was uh, that was big time for you guys. Everything changed, didn't it? The practices, everything. Yeah, it, it changed to uh, right from from the beginning when he came in and and gave his uh, first speeches and said uh, they, they heard about a lot of the things that had happened before. And they kept uh, two uh, coaches bef- from the Jennings era, Fisher and uh, Kelly. Yes. And uh, that was a good thing, too, because they were good coaches. But I guess they told Vinny what, what what happened before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh... – uh, you know, and I've talked to the former coaches. I've talked to the guys that played the same time you did, and they all said uh, uh, it was uh, it was a blessing when Coach yeah. Devaney came in. Everything changed. Well, yeah. Well, all Devaney asked for was was uh, that you worked hard all during practice, and we would stop in an hour and a half. And they said that was it. And of course, you didn't have much uh, much incentive to give. Because if you didn't do it right the first three times, you went down to the second or third or fourth team and everybody else moved up. Yep. yep. So that was your incentive. Do it right the first time or <laughs> you were gone. When I came in there, that was the same thing with Coach Devaney. You better do it right 
And yeah. if not, we have somebody that will do it for That's you. right. Yeah. Oh, he told us that every <laughs> every fall camp. Yeah, yeah. Tighten it up, boys. Yeah. Very good incentive. Yeah, definitely. You worked an hour and a half. You're right. An hour and a half and you're done. That's max. Yeah. yeah. Max. And with us, we didn't scrimmage on Thursdays like you guys did. No, no. Nah, we might have had an hour practice in pads, just going through things. Friday was a little walk on, and yeah. then you play ball. So uh, Yeah, we had Mondays. Uh, the guys who didn't play in the games on Mondays would scrimmage the uh, freshman, freshman team and, and have scrimmage that way. And then yep. Tuesday was designed for uh, uh, contact with the – first and second team and yep. and Wednesdays was a little bit of team group uh specialty groups and then that was that was it for the hitting yep yep and that's the uh, same with us just what you said yeah man. and we were yeah. fresh going into a game that's uh, yeah that's yeah. right yeah golly it, it's amazing <laughs> looking back and uh I mean I had coaches like uh, uh coach Kiffin coach Powers uh, John Melton, those guys were on defense with me, and uh, we had such a good time because we didn't have a D coordinator, but they all three of them just worked together. Nobody, oh, yes. Nobody was assigned the defensive coordinator. Coach Melton was a linebacker coach. Coach Kiffin was a D-line coach. Coach uh, 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 Powers, defensive back coach. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Everybody had their assignment, and uh, you did your assignment, or like you say, next guy moved up, and and he he, he did the assignment. Wow, wow! <laughs> but, uh, I've got your records from 1961, 1962, and 1963. That 61 team, you went three, six, and one. That had to be a tough season. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, we had some bad weather that we played in, too. I remember the Colorado game. They had to shovel off about six inch, six to eight inches of snow off the field, and the uh, sidelines were just, just mud. And, and uh, <laughs> it was just muddy. <laughs> well, well, well yeah. uh, Lair, sounds like you're whining here a little bit, Lair. Uh, didn't the other team have the same thing going on? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yes. uh, so you're trying. <laughs> no excuses, Blair. <laughs> no excuses on this. Come on. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, right. Yeah, but uh, that was a tough year for you guys, 3-6-1 and one in 61. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know, like, I say, like I say, uh, a lot of the guys were, were hurting, and I was redshirted my uh, my – my second year there in 1960 mm -hmm. and it got to the point where they almost had to put me into the game uh, one time because a lot of the ends were getting hurt Yes, uh, yeah. on defense particularly, wow. but uh, it, it, you know, it was just <laughs> unbelievable that the, the injuries that we were getting. Yeah. I mean, that happens to all teams, but some teams have more than others. So that makes yeah. a big difference, doesn't it? When your yeah, players that's are right. in there. Wow. Yeah. 61. 62. I think you probably started creating a smile in 62 with a nine and two record. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, wow. we had uh, well, we lost to Oklahoma and uh, I think Missouri uh, at the end of the season. And of course, we were invited to go to that uh, Gotham Bowl yes. uh, game. And it didn't matter if we were going to go to New York on December 16th and play in the cold. We just wanted to go and play again to uh, yep. to uh, make up for that game we lost to Oklahoma. Yep, yep. Now, uh, going to the Gotham Bowl, did you guys take a train? No, we flew. You flew, okay. Yeah. Just, all right. You flew well, we had there. to wait in the airport for about a couple hours. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. You probably know that story, too. Yeah. <laughs> but the Gotham Bowl, you beat Miami 36-34, nasty, cold. Uh, I had heard you might have had, uh, what, a couple thousand people in the stands? Maybe? Yeah, probably that was, yeah, two or three thousand people, wow. yeah. Wow. And uh, it was played in Yankee Stadium. Yes. But uh, the, the ground was frozen. And, of course, we couldn't wear cleats. So the, uh, the equipment managers had to go downtown, and I don't know where they found two or three hundred pairs of shoes, <laughs> that, uh, running shoes, basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tennis shoes, and wow. uh, that's what we played on. Wow. We didn't seem to to slip that much with them, but uh, and the next day the uh, Giants and uh, uh, I forget who they played, but they played the next day, and they were wearing their cleats or. You know, but it was cold. It yeah. was cold. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice it during the game, but afterwards it was cold. <laughs> sure. Yeah, to a band in New York. Oh, my goodness. In the wintertime. And that's at 62. Now, 63, you're a senior. You're a, you're a receiver. Were you starting at DN also? Yeah. But play both ways. Both, both ways. uh, 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 left defensive end and left offensive end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, so we didn't pass that much. So no. uh, you know, the ends, particularly the tight ends, they would they didn't receive uh, very many passes. I think I had uh, I don't know nine passes in, in the two years that I was there. Well, let's see here. I'm looking at it there. Let's see receiving. You had five passes in 62, and you had nine receptions in 63. Yeah, right. Yep. And uh, didn't in 60. I had one of those on, had one of those on defense. Oh, you, that's right. You did. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Weren't you, you scored the first points for Coach Devaney in 62? Am I right? 62, yeah. That the was first right. Yeah. points. Yeah, the first points. Was, ironically, it was the uh, second team in the second half of the first quarter that scored. And uh, it was a, just a play straight down the center of the uh, field. John Feynman uh, threw oh, the pass. Yep. And luckily, I only had about 30 yards to go. <laughs> <laughs> and scored. Yeah. Uh, wow. But uh, I didn't realize that was the first uh, points that we had scored. Uh, in the Devaney's era. Otherwise, I would have probably done a little bit more of an Enzo dance or something. And... Oh, I don't <laughs> think you'd have got away with that. I know Coach Devaney. No, no nobody ever danced in, no. in the end zone. Oh, like no, they no, say, no. We'd, we'd been in the end zone before, so Bingo. it's no big deal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, show them you've been there. That's exactly the yeah, way that's right. you heard. Yeah. yeah, like he said, if, 
If you get Coach Devaney told us every year, he get us a before the season. If you ever get a 15-yard penalty, you won't play for me again. That's a right. Cheap shot or any of this, I guarantee you. So don't try me, he said. That's right. Yep. <laughs> no. Nope. I didn't like it either. No. No. I mean that 15 yards. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's yeah. go. Uh, 63. You guys. You were one way, one game, probably away from winning a national championship. Ten well, and one. Probably, yeah. That one win uh, that that hurt us. Although Nebraska had been never been above uh, uh, rank number five, so it, it hard it was hard to tell if they would have gave us a national championship at that time. But being undefeated. Uh, yep. probably would have meant something too. Big time, big time. You get beat by Air Force. How did that happen? Uh, I think in my estimation, we kind of underestimated. Okay, yep. Because they were very light. Yes. They didn't have any big linemen. Nope. But uh, being light, they were very fast. Yes. So uh, the quarterback, they always ran their plays outside they knew that they couldn't go up the middle very much. Mm -hmm. So it was off tackle, off end, and, and a lot of sweeps. Wow. And quick passes that also hurt us. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was just the, the fact that we got into the second quarter, second half, we realized that uh, we had better start playing, but it was kind of too late too then, late. I guess. we. Yeah. Wow. Then you get... You go to the bowl game, and you play Auburn. You beat Auburn. Yes. Now, Auburn, if I'm right, they were rated fourth in the nation when you guys beat them, 13-7. to seven. And Yes. I mean, that had uh, I'm not, Yeah, I didn't realize what, uh, what rank they were. I guess. They were ahead of you yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Golly. Well, that, mm. Of course, we hadn't heard much about uh, Auburn either. We knew they were in Alabama, so we always kept hearing about the uh, yep. Crimson and Tide there, the University of Alabama. And so we hadn't heard much about them. I, I agree. I agree. But Auburn, I mean, golly. I'm sure they're rated fourth. You guys are rated fifth. I well, yeah. still think if you hadn't, uh, uh, you know, stepped, that bad step with Air Force, you had a shot yeah. at number one. You yeah, I really think so. Did. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know the uh, the uh, um, the records of the other teams that were ahead of us. I think Texas were won the national championship, but I'm not sure what what record they had either. Right, they might have lost a game somewhere in there. That that could be also. That could be also. And uh, yeah. uh, all I know is, you know. Uh, People, they always talk, oh, the 70, the 71 team started uh, the Nebraska tradition. That's bull. That is bull. It went back to the 50s, the 60s. You guys got it rolling. 62, <laughs> 3, 4, 5, 6. I mean, holy smokes. That and the guys in the 40s and 50s, those are the men that that did it all, all you guys. 
Yeah. Yeah, they were, there were some good teams in the 40s and 50s. Oh, uh, yeah. They were far and few between, but they, they had some good teams there too, some good players. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A lot of farm boys. When got them farm <laughs> boys? Well, that's right. Yeah, they were they were very keen on playing for Nebraska. Yep. And we had a lot of uh, walk-ons and partial scholarships of uh, guys from small town Nebraska as well. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, in my day too, the walk-ons, the guys, uh, you know, farm kids from Kearney and out yeah. west, and uh, you know, I'm North Omaha. I've never seen a pig or a cow in my life. And here, I, these guys are inviting me out to their farms. I go, okie dokie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was raised on a farm, too. Yes. And, yep. I, uh, my, my first eight years, I was on a farm. We didn't have uh, electricity or running water. Yeah. Isn't that something? So, so we were very way out there in the urban yes. <laughs> country. Yeah. That's amazing. See, there again, that's that's uh, that's where they grow them tough and nasty and get after it. I, I just <laughs> I thought that was great. Larry, no, that's a Davini always said he he recruited the guy who was pulling the plow, but, yes. not pushing it. <laughs> yes, uh, Barry Alvarez said he said when I went to Wisconsin, I went up to farm com- country and I'd go get the guys that baled hay and drank beer. He said yeah. they make for the best football players. I go, okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Okay. You finish your career at Nebraska. Then you go up and play in Canada. How was that? Well, well again, I was, uh, I'd seen one uh, Canadian football uh, game in 1962. I was helping somebody move and they had the ABC on. They were showing the game and it was the famous fog bowl game, uh, the great cup game at that time. Ooh, yep. And I never had even heard about the Canadian Football League until mm-hmm. then. And then the next year, I got a I got a call from two coaches up in the in the CFL team, and they both asked if I wanted to play uh, uh, Canadian football. And of course, I said yes. Yeah. So that was their way of uh, of uh, drafting guys. Yeah, they put their put your name on their negotiating list, and then they would ask you to play. Yeah. So eventually, I came up with Montreal and and uh, and, and played uh, the first year. I pulled a muscle, leg muscle, halfway through the season, and uh, and never did heal up properly. So I didn't finish the season. But the next year, I played in '65 and uh, played the whole season. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! This <clears throat> but is- our coach wasn't doing very well. He wasn't winning many games, so he was fired. So oh. Daryl Mudra, I don't know if you know oh, him. Oh, yeah, he came, you bet. Oh, <laughs> he yes. came from Nebraska, and yes. he came up to be the head coach. Yes. And, of course, he he wanted to change a lot of the teams and, and players and so forth. So I played only a couple, three games then, and then I went down to Hamilton for a while. Hamilton. Same yep. thing. Yep, yep. Wow. Uh, now, uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to ask you. Now, my rookie year – I went to New England. I was a free agent. I got $15,000. Canada offered me 18000 to go there, but I stayed with New England. I can imagine, would they give you a buck and a half for playing in Canada that? 
Well, it was a yearly salary. I was getting uh, as much as I would be if I was teaching in Nebraska. So it was 8000 8000 Yeah. You can't, and the you... next year I got a raise to 9000 Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at that time, the, the Canadian players were not being, being paid very much. They were right. getting about half that. Yep. But they were allowed to work full time during the season. Uh-huh. So our practices were uh, in, like at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. And, and no meetings either. Just couldn't so, do it. Didn't have time. Yeah. yeah. So all the American players who played up there, that, up here at that time, uh, they would come in and help the coaches do uh, uh, scout work okay. because there was only three coaches. There was the head coach, offensive coach, and the defensive coach. <laughs> and that was it for coaches. Wow. Uh, so a lot of the players, even myself, I'd come in and uh, would, would reveal films and I would – I would uh, uh, chart all the passing plays yeah. and somebody else would come in and chart all the running plays. Wow. And then we'd go out into practice and then we'd run, uh, run those plays against the defense or offense. And that was it for, for the coaching part. <laughs> Isn't that something? Now you have yeah. 10, 12, 14 specialists do that. I don't know. What oh, yeah. Do. I don't yeah, know. Uh, the three coaches did everything. Yeah. You know? Special teams and all that business. Yeah. Of course, there wasn't much coaching on special teams. Uh, you 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 punch the ball and run down. The defense at that time were not allowed to block for their receiver. That's right. Until uh, years later. Yep. But uh, that was it. And then kick off, you kick the ball down and you run down and tackle the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was the play. Yeah, I think that's the name of the game, isn't it? Run down yeah. and tackle the guy. Well, well, like I say, it was 12-man football up here, one extra receiver, yeah. but it was still blocking and tackling, sure. so there was you know, not much difference. Wow, wow. And, and you never left Canada. You didn't want to come Well, back. I got a teaching job my, uh, I think it was a second or third, third year. I got a teaching job, and I was supposed to go back down, back down to Hamilton the, the year, next year after I was there, but I got a teaching job. And then uh, uh, the Continental League had started up uh, in Montreal as well. So they had, they had a team here. And, and so when I left Hamilton, I come back and I played for the Continental League. Oh. And I played with them for two years. Wow. And they were all, all American players, uh-huh. American citizens. Uh-huh. And we played up and down the East Coast. And there was a league in the Midwest Coast. I think Omaha had one. And then there was a league out in the West Coast through California and that area. And that play, that was, uh, we were playing every year uh, until the ABC was offered Monday night football by the NFL. Uh. And ABC accepted the, uh, the invitation to, to televise Monday night football. But the, the NFL said, well, okay, but you have to give up that Continental League. Oh. So they, they dropped us within yeah. about two-thirds of the season, Whoa. and we didn't have any more money to pay the players, yeah. so the league folded up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Omaha team was the Omaha Mustangs. Is yes. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was invited to play there uh, 
after my uh, senior year as well. Yes. But I'd come up to Montreal, so I didn't get a chance to play with them. <laughs> yeah, well, 8,000, I think those guys were getting 200 a game or something like yeah. that. So, uh, yeah, it's best go to Paid games. by game, huh? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Paid by that's game. That's right, yeah. Not much. You know, just you receivers, you quarterbacks, and you uh, running backs. You know, all the yes. glory guys. You got the extra 25 yeah. bucks. Yep. There was a few teams from the Continental League that was uh, uh, came into the NFL too. So uh -huh. they were looking to pick up a few extra players and a few extra teams yep. from that. Wow. Uh, our our league was more of a uh, uh, a farm team for the NFL too because yes. we had a couple of guys come in from Green Bay Packers and mm -hmm. get a little more playing experience per se. And yeah. so that's where we got a lot of our players from, too. That's true. Uh, the, uh, they were feeder teams for the NFL, weren't they? That's right. Yes, yeah. indeed. All of them yeah. were. That was great. Well, yeah. Lair, this has been uh, amazing. I got to see <laughs> you. I hope I get to meet with you. I don't know if you smoke cigars or drink scotch, but I'm paying for it. Well, actually, I don't smoke and I don't drink scotch. <laughs> well, I'll buy what you drink, Blair. I'll buy what you drink. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's my privilege to, to sit here and talk to you oh, and great. really enjoy your programs that you have and yep, yep. and appreciate uh, what, what you're doing for the uh, for the athletes that uh, it, are not well. It's all of us that are doing, not me. Yeah. All of us are. We're all in this together. Uh, speaking of that. What kind of injuries do you have from football? Quickly, um, I had a bone spur on my on my arm. Okay, uh, from my fore my bicep because uh, playing defensive ends, uh, you'd have pulling guards coming out or halfbacks Ooh. coming at you, and they they'd stick out an elbow and uh, hit you in the in that spot there. So I ended up putting pads on my arm <laughs> to eliminate that. Uh, my last year of uh, playing for the uh, Continental League, uh, I went out for a pass, jumped up, and was hit by a defensive back and uh, cracked three ribs. There you go. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> so that was the, the worst uh, injury I had, and I missed the last two games of that season, too, before they, uh, before they canceled the rest of it. Wow. But other than that, I, I – I had sprained ankles. Sure. was about the worst injury I had. And all these sprained ankles happened during spring training. So I never did play in a red and white or play in the alumni game oh. <laughs> until my senior year. Uh -huh. And then Devaney came and uh, we played the red and white game. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be darned. So you, you're really uh, lucky that you didn't get uh, a lot of injuries playing. Uh, yeah, I, this I don't game. have any knee problems. Great. No knee problems. I don't have any back problems. Uh, no problems at all. Wow. A couple of bumps and bruises, and that's about it. Yeah. Well, Coach Devaney never gave me a helmet to play with, so I do have a little <laughs> uh, mental problem here. So, yeah. Well, I heard you hit too many quarterbacks and, uh, well, only, only in practice. When, only that, when they weren't looking. That's the best way to get them. <laughs> I appreciate this, Lair. This has been great. Are you going to get back to a game this year at all? Uh, probably not this year. Okay. Uh, I want to get back eventually. Yes. Uh, 
to some kind of a reunion and bingo. You know, yeah. Yeah. That'd and, be great. And, and meet you personally. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'll have <laughs> what you drink with me. So, you bet. <laughs> very good. Thank you very All much. All right. I appreciate this. Thank you for your time, Lair, and hope to see you soon. This has been Nebraska Greats, a weekly podcast serving the Nebraska Greats Foundation. You can find each episode on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Please give generously to serve Nebraska's former sports heroes in need at negreats.org. And be sure to follow the Any Greats on Facebook and Twitter.